You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. I am Joe, and social media post a question. Write a happy story in three words. Very first response from David. God is love. Yes. Some reason the Port Authority responded, I am alive. Yes. I like Ashley's response, too. Your tacos have arrived. That is pretty neat. <laughs> a great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. I am Joe. Pretty cool story about uh, a farmer. And he was, a, he was, a, he is a farmer, or he was. And he's a U.S. Air Force veteran. And his name is Hody Childress, and he found out some people in his hometown couldn't pay for their prescriptions. And so he gave the pharmacist $100 one day, and he told her to save it for anyone who needed it. And he did this every month. Isn't that amazing? And he started it in 2012. Well, nobody really knew about it except the pharmacist, people that would come and the pharmacist would say, you know, if they ask, just tell them it's a blessing from the Lord, right? Well, he died and the pharmacist spoke at his funeral. That's how we know all this. <laughs> amazing. And his legacy lives on. A fund has been set up in his honor so that more people can breathe easier when picking up their medicine. He's a beautiful soul and he exemplifies that there are a myriad, that's a ton of ways to help people. Just what you think of, right? Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. I wanted to share something with you that was shared with me and a very famous British actor, Michael Caine, Love his dialect, right? Never changed his dialect. But, um, boy, he can be funny. Man. So, he was talking, though, about kind of a life philosophy. It's not a really big deal, but it'll kind of shake the way you see things, right? Okay? Like when you have a flat tire on the side of the road, maybe. Something like that. So, he's talking, and basically his philosophy now is use the difficulty. Well, how did all that come about? Well, he's going to explain it. I was, I was rehearsing a play when I was a very young actor, and I had to come in this scene. I, it was a, a stage play. I'm behind the flats, waiting to open the door. There was an improvised scene between a husband and wife going on inside. And then my, they, they got carried away, and they started throwing things. And he, he threw a chair, and it lodged in the, in, the, in, the, in the doorway. And I went to get open the door, and I just got my head round. And I said, I'm sorry, sir, I can't get in. He said, what do you mean? There's a chair there. He said to me, use the difficulty. I said, what, what do you mean? He said, well, if it's a comedy, fall over it. If it's a drama, pick it up and smash it. <laughs> he said, use the difficulty. Now, I took that into my own life. You ask my children. They said, directly anything bad happens, they go, you've got to use the difficulty. How can we work? What can we, what can we get out of this? You know? Use the difficulty. And so there's never anything so bad that you cannot use that difficulty in... If you can use it a quarter of 1% to your advantage, you're ahead. You didn't let it get you down, you know? That's my philosophy. Use the difficulty. Also, added philosophy is avoid them if you can. <laughs> <laughs> 
Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The sound of life. I am Joe and scrawled on a notepad for you is a reminder. Sometimes God puts you in places alone because then you realize you're not alone. (laughs) You don't need anybody but God, right? There you go. Works every time if you got God. Yeah. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Got to tell you about Amanda who works as a visiting nurse. She rotates among several nursing homes and she often brings her 11-year-old daughter Ruby to work for something to do. Ruby began asking the residents, if you could have any three things, what would you want? I'm astounded that she would come up with that. That is an absolutely brilliant question. Three things, right? can always think of three things. It's, it's just brilliant. I, but anyway, <clears throat> the story goes on. So she recorded their answers in her notebook, and surprisingly, many of their wishes were like for little things like Vienna sausages, chocolate pie, cheese, avocados. So Ruby set up a GoFundMe to help her provide for the simple wishes. And when she delivers the goodies, she doles out hugs too. And she says, it lifts you. It really does. Of course it does. I think it's part of God's hard wiring in us. Not only when we give, when we hug, right? It, it really does. Show compassion and kindness. Like rubies, you're basically reflecting God, who is gracious and compassionate and rich in love, right? According to the Bible. Oh, man. We want to share because God has shared his love with us. It's just kind of one of those things. We are clothing ourselves in it. That's the way the Apostle Paul says. It's a very interesting analogy there. You know, put on, put it on. The love which binds us together. It's pretty amazing right there. Thanks, Allison, for that story right there. And Father God, thank you for showing us overflowing unlimited kindness. Help us to find joy in doing kind acts for others. Amen. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card. The Sound of Life. Somebody was talking about cleaning out the clutter. We're always doing that, right? We're always uh, thinking about working on the clutter. At some point, Francine said, I realized I wasn't organizing my life. I was organizing my clutter. That's when I changed strategies. I went from world-class organizer to world-class declutter. There's a difference. Instead of arranging and containing things, I got rid of them. Instead of shuffling them around my house, I escorted them out of my house, right? But that's the whole thing. We do that. I mean, think about it. You do. We all do that. It's just in a different process. Maybe some of us are faster or slower than others. We basically, as the comedian said, I stole this idea. I did, but it was brilliant. We basically buy stuff to turn it into garbage. Right, So we buy stuff, we bring it into our house, we have it in a place of honor, we use it, we see it, but eventually it gets moved to another room. How many rooms? Maybe another room. But eventually, it will be moved to the garage. 
And my friend, once it gets in the garage, it ain't coming back in the house, right? No, it's in the garage right there. And God forbid if you have to get a storage unit. And now you have to pay to go see your garbage, which, as we all know, that's the worst, yeah. really. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face. And a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. So big day today in settling the West Coast. You ever think about what it must have taken? I'm talking about like 1700s, 1800s. We're a new fledgling country. Very difficult traveling. I mean, to go west of the Mississippi, you get to St. Louis, you know, Chicago, you're like, eh, Pittsburgh, yeah, and, and you're just kind of like, ah, man, I don't know. This is good right here. It's forever to get there. You know, we're just going to keep on going. Well, there's something that happened today, and a lot of people think it was, well, you know, maybe divine intervention, providence, if you will, maybe, because the West was settled pretty much because of what was found at Sutter's Creek in California in 1848 probably figured it out. It was gold discovered in 1848 at Sutter's Creek, despite John Sutter's best efforts to keep the discovery a secret. Word soon spread, and the world's largest gold rush started. Massive amounts of people heading west, wagon trains. I don't know. We don't know how big they were. I mean, you know, we watched the westerns, but I don't know if they could encompass that. I know one thing, traveling out west, and you may have seen it, you can still see the tracks in the grass where they went. It's true. And it was some process, as one comedian, not so far-fetched, said, you know, people would die on the way there. People were born on the way there. He said, you get there, you had a whole different set of people. You know, not like today where you travel, no matter how you travel, you, you get there pretty quick. But it's, uh, it's an amazing thing. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is, is that 50 years before gold was discovered at Sutter's Mill, a gold nugget was actually found in North Carolina. 17-pound gold nugget found at Cabarrus County, North Carolina, 50 years before. And you're thinking, how in the world did they keep it a secret when they couldn't keep it a secret? That's a very good question you asked there. Because the family <laughs> didn't realize that it was gold. They had a 17-pound doorstop. I'm not making that up. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing the sound of life how could you be three years old you kind of wonder she didn't she didn't realize there's no way a human a grown person wouldn't realize the impact they were having but speaking of the heart of god this three-year-old or i should say from the age of three ruby crane would walk blinded soldiers around the rehab center it was called St. Dunstan's. It was at Brighton in Sussex, the UK, okay? Ruby's father was the head gardener there. So wandering in the ground, she would take hold of their hand and ask them where they wanted to go and would guide them there. P 
people were so affected by little Ruby walking the blind soldiers around, they would send her gifts, dolls, and toys just as a thank you for all the support that she was giving to men and women affected by sight loss. Incredible to reach out and touch them and guide them. What a, what a, mm. it's an amazing account, isn't it? You know, Jesus healed the blind, right? It was pretty evident in scripture. That was one of the things he did. There's still that case of there's a lot of people that are blind. And, and a lot of times it happens in infancy because they don't have the 45 cents for the drops to put in their eyes or whatever. But he showed how much God cares for you in that affirmity. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things. <laughs> okay. But um, Ruby uh, passed away. She was in her late 90s. And it was in 2011. But we we'll never forget the name of Ruby, Leading the Blind. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. The Sound of Life. I am just Joe. And man, I remember my dad sipping out of a saucer. He drank coffee and it would overflow and he'd sip it out of a saucer. I know I remember that. A lady was talking about watching her grandmother just kind of would purposely overfill the cup and it would go in the saucer. She'd sip it out of the saucer. She said, I thought she did it because it was hot, right? But I was wrong because I came across this poem from uh, John Paul Moore. It's called Drinking from My Saucer. <laughs> really, just hang on, give me a minute, right? He said, I've never made a fortune, and it's probably too late now, but I don't worry about that much. I'm happy anyhow. As I go along life's way, I'm reaping better than I sowed. I'm drinking from my saucer because my cup has overflowed. I don't have a lot of riches, and sometimes the going's tough, but I've got loved ones around me that makes me rich enough. I thank God for his blessings and the memories he's bestowed. I'm drinking from my saucer. Because my cup has overflowed. I remember times when things went wrong. My faith wore somewhat thin. But all at once the dark clouds broke and the sun peeped through again. So God help me not to gripe about the tough rows I've hoed. I'm drinking from my saucer. Because my cup has overflowed. If God gives me strength and courage when the way grows steep and rough, I'll not ask for other blessings. I'm already blessed enough. And may I never be too busy to help others bear their loads. Then I'll keep drinking from my saucer, everybody, because my cup has overflowed. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The Sound of Life. So the Newsboys on tour this spring with Adam Agee. And they're stopping right here in Kingston, believe it or not. Let the Music Speak Tour comes to UPAC, Ulster Performing Arts Center, right on Broadway in Kingston, Saturday night, March 18th. Want to see you there? Okay. And all you got to do is get your tickets on our website. We got a banner up at soundoflife.org. And I thought that I would play one of their big 90s songs since it is kind of, eh, we're still in the realm of eating breakfast in that time frame right there when the toast is burned and all the milk is turned and captain crunch is waving farewell when the big one finds you may this song remind you that they don't serve breakfast in hell whoa i said it 
No, I was, I was quoting Newsboys. Breakfast is the simple name of this song. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the sound of life. The Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.